Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles. As usual, welcoming you to the podcast. We consider the Leader Manager Coach podcast to be one of the most unique leadership podcasts available and we really hope you enjoy what we provide for you on the podcast, whether you're involved in sport, in the beautiful game, or you pick up on the leadership leadership aspects that we talk about that's relevant to your niche, whether that's business or family, or as we say, sport. Now, to get into today's podcast, one of the one of the people that we've been inspired by and who provides just an unbelievable depth of knowledge and wisdom in terms of personal progress through life and, and service and helping other people, which is what we're about on Leader Manager Coach, as well as maximizing our own development is Henry Nowen and um, today's episode is again inspired by some of the words from from this great gentleman and as I've said before please do not consider that we are the ultimate experts in the people that we talk about you know I, I really do say to you loudly go and deeply dive in and find what it is that resonates with you hopefully inspired by by the the people we reference so here we go with about a dozen points that really relate to coaching that really relate to developing on your own journey and traversing that path helping others becoming the best you can be achieving the heights that you want to achieve so that you can um, you know maximize your time on this earthly plane okay here we go number one you have to learn to be uncomfortable often in my daily life I see lots and lots and lots of examples and probably the majority of people that I certainly come across and and, and are aiming to have the most comfortable lives possible now, I believe, and it's very personal this, so please excuse me for being autobiographical here, that aiming to be comfortable, although as human beings we are driven to be find comfort, to find security, that ultimately trying to achieve that aim and being as comfortable as possible and staying in what we term a comfort zone is... A slow death and if you are going to really have a meaningful life one of the things I think you have to get used to and good at and understanding and accepting and, and embracing is to actually enjoy being uncomfortable now I also believe there's a balance to life you know if you're an endurance athlete Yes, you put yourself through what we might call a pain barrier. 
But you cannot do that 24 hours a day. You need rest, recovery, recuperation, physical and psychological. You cannot be on all the time. So please understand the message here. But avoiding discomfort is not the way. Training and looking for that 3, 4 or 5% improvement where you stretch yourself is, as far as the research goes, where it's at. And Henry Nowen, who is not a sportsman, who is not a performance analyst, is saying the same thing. Number two, remember that at times you have to clear the path. Nowen talks about clearing the path, whatever that is for you. This resonates with me and reminds me of Stephen Covey. Sharpen the saw. If you want to chop a tree down, spend three hours sharpening your saw and one hour chopping the tree. Otherwise, you'll spend six hours chopping the tree down. You'll be worn out and you won't have a great job at the end of it. Clear the path, whatever that is for you. Let me give you a little example. I had a project going on that was eating away at me that needed doing that was three quarters done. It was stalling. And the reason it was stalling because environmentally and psychologically I was not in the right place to see this project to its fulfillment. So I had to do certain things and I had to do certain things so that my mind was clear because imminent things were ticked off and they weren't eating away at me. And the environment was so, was created so that I could get on with what I needed to do. In a way, that's like sharpening the saw. But we all have to clear the path. You may have things in your, on your path that need moving out of the way, that you need to do certain things to get over them. And trying to actually reach or hit or achieve the thing you want to do is just wearing you out because there's other things you need to do. It might be you need to drop a relationship. I heard a great thing the other day from a guy called Jay Shetty who does a lot of posts on social media. He says, if you spend time away from somebody, that will tell you what they are in your life. If you miss them and think about them positively and want to see them again, then they are a positive in your life. If you don't, then that might mean that they're a drain on your energy. That doesn't mean you walk away from them and I'm not telling you to, to, to ditch all your relationships. I'm saying to you, it's a really frank way of looking at things. But we often all need to clear the path. Sometimes we've got 20 things going on when what we need to do is shelve 18 of them and focus on the two. Okay, let's move on. We have to learn to be open. What I think he means by this is we all want to have, achieve, hit targets, get to certain places. And we have in our minds, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go there, I'm going to go there, I'm going to go there, I know what the steps are, I know what the steps up the ladder are, up the steps up the staircase, and then when I've done that, 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 and that, I'll achieve that. That's great, and it's a plan. Somebody once said to me, have your goal setting concrete 
and your plans in sand. I think what they meant is be open. If you look back at your own life and your own journey, have you ever gone through a linear process where you go number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, and then you get to number six? Occasionally, that kind of things happen. That kind of thing happens. I think generally in life, we plan to, to do one, two, three, four, five, and then the universe steps in and all the greater knowledge that we have no understanding of steps in and we do what looks like a sidestep here, a sidetrack here. We go off track here and actually it leads us to where we want to be or somewhere different that actually often is teaching us a lesson or is better than what we aimed for. It's great to know where you're going, but none of us really know what the journey is ahead of us. We step into the deep, dark forest, which is the hero's journey that Campbell always talks about. If we knew exactly what that hero's journey was going to entail, every danger that was going to upset us, every tragedy that was going to come across our path, every piece of luck that was going to happen, wouldn't it be great? Ha, maybe it wouldn't. Otherwise, it wouldn't be life. So, as Henry Nouwen says, maybe we need to be open. Sometimes we need to take our eyes off ourselves. One of my favourite pieces of writing is a poem called The Bridge Builder. I think it's by Will Alan Drungool. The Bridge Builder. Look it up. It's on actually on one of the podcasts where we go into it in a little bit more detail. And what he means by that is, look, life isn't just about you or me or us. We can all be egotistical. We can all be wound up in ourselves and totally self-absorbed. It's easy to get into that. I've been there many times and often we don't realize it. The greatest question you can ask yourself, I was once told, is how may I serve? How may I serve? Build a bridge for the person that's coming after you in whatever way that is. Henry Nowen's advice. Sometimes when things aren't going our way, I have found it valuable to take a step back, almost shelve what it is I'm looking at, aiming to do, and actually go and help somebody else. And it's amazing what that kind of approach does for your thought processes and your understanding of where you are. Next one, be willing to be vulnerable. This is a little linked to being uncomfortable, getting out of your comfort zone, sticking your head above the parapet, telling your truth. This week I had a number of frustrations with some people I was doing some work projects with. And in the evening after the day's work, I would say, okay, I'll leave that now. It's not really... I'll leave it. I just haven't got the energy to engage in a conversation about it. But there were three or four things that were building up. Now, on by the end of the week, I needed to communicate these things, and I did. And maybe leaving them till the end of the week was the appropriate thing to do. I don't know, but that's what happened. But I was making myself vulnerable by saying these things because I was opening myself up to criticism. We have to be courageous sometimes and being vulnerable takes courage. That's why we love children. 
because they are honest, open and vulnerable. It, it, vulnerability creates emotions in people that are positive towards the pe- the person who's made themselves vulnerable. Something to understand. Linked to those plateaus that we're on where we're digging away and digging away and digging away and nothing's happening. Sometimes we need to create space and distance so that we can refocus and get the correct or a better perspective. Life isn't always about dour effort. Ha ha ha. I've spent far too much of my life efforting, as is termed by Esther Hicks, when if you use your mind more and your emotions more and your community more and relax more and are more efficient in your efforts, i.e. you sharpen the sword doing the right things, it can yield amazing results. Sometimes we need to walk away temporarily. We need a break. You know, I hold my hand up and say I'm one of those people who never really believed in holidays and time out and and relaxation. It's been a stark lesson. Time out, relaxation, change of environment, change of thought processes, rest, recuperation. It's magical. It gives us a different perspective in many ways. And remember that all that's happening in life is only about a perspective. It doesn't matter what circumstances you're under. It's all about your perspective. Again, here's another one. It's an independent, unique journey that we're all on. I've had conversations this week with people who've this challenge and that challenge and this situation and that situation. Yes, there are comparables. Yes, there are learnings that can occur but everyone is on their own unique journey. Sometimes I'm very reticent to give advice when asked for it, but I do, but I always try and stimulate the thought process from the person involved and ask questions for them to try and find the answer. So it's stimulated through their own thought process and emotions, not just black and white direct advice from another person. Everyone, including you, is on their own unique journey. And that is such a valuable thing to understand because it gives you, it gives you that strength of mind to hold on to something that you believe deep because there's, a, there's, a, there's an emotion deep inside you that says this is the correct way when others may be saying otherwise. Next one, massive, it's community. No man is an island. No one gets there by themselves. We say this many times. Be part of a community, create a community. Be a valuable part of any communities that you're involved in. Be a positive in that community, contribute, be a net positive, not a net negative. Give to it, don't take away. 
be a person that people want to be around. I've heard people say about other people, it's better when you're here. What do they mean? Maybe they are a great player. Maybe they are fantastic at what they do. But if they are a challenge socially, psychologically, the net effect is negative. Yes, be great at what you do. Endeavour to be brilliant. Endeavour to be a master, an expert. But be the best person you can be and contribute to your communities. I talked about the other day about Sebastian Younger, who has written a great book called Tribe. And I'm going to be featuring, featuring that hopefully later on, where he talks about how historically we were all We're wired to be in small groups where we are in these communities and all contribute. It's what we're wired to do, really. We're not really wired to be in these very small family units and cut ourselves off from other people. So let's remember that in your work life, in your sporting endeavours, your businesses, create that community and let it get a life of its own. It's a cultural thing. Next one, we've already talked about it, but I'm going to say it again. Be of service. The greatest thing we can do is contribute, even if it's in small ways that you don't think are significant. Most success, if not all, is a result of many, whether that's tens or hundreds or thousands, of minuscule, tiny, little things that come together to contribute and create an outcome or a circumstance. On the surface, it looks like, wow, one thing, bump, that happened. Just as a little demonstration or illustration of this, I watched a documentary about a ship that sank and they were struggling to work out why with this very experienced captain and crew, this vessel sank. The investigators dug and dug and dug and went and asked questions and surveyed and really analysed all the details of the ship's past its repairs, its history, and all all the things that went on before the sinking. And eventually they came up with why the ship sank. And there wasn't one main cause. Yes, there was a ship, sorry, yes, there was a, a straw that broke the camel's back, as it were, one thing that tipped it but there were numerous small events that accumulated together and together created the outcome. And it's that often that is the answer to all of life's situations. And as I heard somebody say the other day, just make every day count as much as you can. You may not think it's a positive day with a great outcome, It's just another day. 
but if you do your best, give it all you've got, you can do no more. And if that occurs, the net result of those days added together and those little tiny efforts when you look back will be fantastic. And as somebody said, we often underestimate what we can do in the long term and overestimate what we can do in the short term. So don't dismiss all those tiny little things that you do. Okay, so there we go. Around about 12 key things from the amazing Henry Nowen. Being uncomfortable, clearing your path, being open. Be that servant, that bridge builder, learning to be vulnerable. Remember your own unique journey. It's all about service. It's often about community. And it's all about those little tiny baby steps that contribute and add up and create that momentum. I hope that's helped. I hope there's one thing in there that moves you forward. Leader, manager, coach. If you like what we talk about, if you like what we share, if you're inspired by the podcast, tune in again, share it, and please leave us a review. It really helps. Always appreciate your time. Great to catch up. Catch you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.